What's up, Coco Nomaders? Welcome to another riveting episode of Coco Nomads. It's your lady, Patricia. So, Mishimu, sorry, Michelle, that's Michelle. So, I heard you teaching uh, Baggy Zulu today. Oh, Wait, well, we introduce ourselves, guys. Oh, sorry, oh, guys. No, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> by the way. Uh, by the way. Okay, so hi, everyone. This is your girl, Sweet Zaina, um, aka. Not aka, please. Not oh AKA. my god! No. Like, now we can't. I, I feel like you know, I'm sorry I to the like we, can't. Mm. we are still mourning. Still in mourning. So, so you have to say it out loud. Also <laughs> known as. Also known as. Spell it out. Baby Joel Ishmael's mom. Alrighty, and this is your girl Anna, aka Anna oh, Banana. Oh my god, just say it, don't say it, don't say it. I think it's a spirit, <laughs> man. I have to know you differently. Why, why can't you just be one person? <laughs> okay, Anna. Banana. <laughs> On to the next one. <laughs> it's your girl Tish, also known as. Also known just as Tish. just Tish. <laughs> oh, Tish. And of course, it's your girl Pi, journalist, feminist, future best selling author. Yes, yes. 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 yes, yes. Into existence. And as Pat said, this is Coco. Wait, what did you call our no, call them Coco Nomad. Coco Nomaders. Coco Nomaders. You can settle on and. Okay, we'll, we'll come back no. to that. <laughs> What are, what are we supposed to call them? Coco Nomadics? Nomadics is cool, but I think the But there's no, nothing Coco in it. The Co-Nomadics. No. What? The Co-Nomadics. Co-Nomadics. No, guys, that's boring. Co-Nomadics. Nothing to do with Coco Nomadics. The chocolate Maddox? No. It has to do with Coco. Coco has to be there. So the Coco Maddox. Coco Maddox, yes. Okay, hi. Coco Maddox. Coco Maddox as well. I don't know. I mean, this is Coco. Coco Maddox. Anything is possible. I like Coco Maddox. Coco Maddox. Coco Maddox. Okay. So how's it Coco Maddox? What are we talking about today, Pat? We are talking about Michelle, who is a Coco Nomad, who is not South African, mm-hmm. was teaching her nephew Zulu today, guys. Hey. How Grace as well, by hey. the way. Kunjani! Kunjani! shop. I was like, okay, the irony. And can we actually just give it up to Andrew, also known as Bugs Boy, he did very well. How old is Andrew? Back. Andrew is five. 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 And he said he's mixed, so his dad is white British and his mom is Congolese. Mm. And you, no, it's his you as his aunt, mm-hmm. who grew up in South Africa mm-hmm. with a quote-unquote coconut accent, to decided to teach him. Listen, <laughs> it's his Listen. She sounded, it, it sounded convincing, it, you know, did, but right? this is coming from her sister, so <laughs> I don't know if I'm a credible source. Also, in fairness to Michelle, they have to do the dialogue for school. Mm. It's not as if Michelle just woke up this morning and was like, hey, hey, let me, come, let me teach you my brother. My Zulu isn't bad. So, well, it's not broken. Can I know, speak I know now, like 2%, mm. maybe 2% of the language. How much can most, you understand? I can say like. It's <laughs> 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 totally change, you know. No, taxi <laughs> 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 so, so you understand taxi lingo. Yes, that's enough. You know how to say garage, garage, garage. What's that other one? What's that other one that sounds complicated when you yes. ask? Oh, but oh, oh, yeah, that one about Jiga. No, but in fairness to us, um, our, our South African friend, brother from another mother, 
also did struggle to say oh, that. Oh, hurrah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. we asked him, please teach us how to say it properly. And he was stuttering a little bit. What's from Ross? Where's Ross from? Ross is African. He had to do like two takes before. Sort of, you know. It was a play on the tongue. Wait, so Michelle, what languages do you know? Because I'm trying to understand why you're teaching. Okay, what languages do I know fluently? A biracial. Well, fluently. Fluently English. In case you haven't figured like out English, French. I don't know if it's fluent, yeah. but then it's some like I can. can I can get by yeah. if okay. I go to France. Swahili and with grants coming, I feel like that really helps a lot. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and then Zulu, like I said, I think it's one percent. Mm. Okay, so I know English, I know French on like a basic level. Mm-hmm. Like if I go to Congo and I speak French, you they know by. that I'm not from here. They'll be like, mm. "Why do you what sound you like that? Mm. Why are you trying to sound American?" Like, okay, sorry, and then. I can hear Setswana, and I'm sure if I like trigger my brain, you can I can speak it. it fluently. Funny yes. story is that we actually used to speak it, right? Was yes. it No, no, no it's it baby. baby. Yeah. When we when we first came to SA, we lived in Limpopo mm. for a while, and the schools that we attended, although I think they were English, were the English schools? No, they were English medium schools. Yes, they were English medium schools. However. There also was a strong focus on 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 Pali, so we learned we, proper, we could speak it fluently we and we speak it, write help, it, and read it. Our yes. helper used to speak to us predominantly, no, in, not even yeah, only, only in and, and, and and it's actually because um, our parents asked the school like, can you speak Pali to yeah. these kids, and so, they made as well. The, yeah, and so we, our, our, yeah, mom and dad, yeah, yeah, so mom and dad were thing. open, were yeah, open to us speak, speak. until we moved back to the heartbreaking, the heartbreaking part of that. Story. We forgot everything. No, no, not, not just that. Did that happen? So what had happened was we, we moved, moved to, to Joburg, and it's like we literally used to speak Pedi mm, among ourselves. Literally. Yeah. And because obviously, when your father's a doctor, you have to speak mm. in a Congolese community where already our native mm. language is frowned upon. Mm. Yes. Mm. Like, oh, how is it that a doctor's a doctor's kid speak that that language? Yeah. Can you just specify what the language is for Pedi? No, the no, native, no, the native. language is supposed to speak. Our native is it language. Lingala, Swahili, Swahili, Swahili anything, Chiluba, that, Chiluba. anything that is not Western. Western. It's not English, it's not French. It's inferior. Mm. Yes. I, I don't think I had that because I remember, obviously, my mom didn't speak English, so she spoke to me in French. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then there was my dad. There was my dad who spoke to me, the doctor, who spoke mm-hmm. to me like in English. Mm-hmm. And then at school, obviously, they spoke to you in English. Mm-hmm. And there was Setswana lessons as well. Yeah, right. And obviously, I did want to learn, but I noticed that when I would speak Setswana, like the Setswana mm. kids would like laugh at me. Mm. But funny enough, when the white kids who speak Setswana, they were so in awe. <sighs> I don't know. But that's so what were they laughing at? No, I like was the way I was pronouncing you, things. Oh, the pronunciation. And I'm just like, but I'm trying to learn your language. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I think Africans have a tendency of just expecting other Africans. Like, if I'm learning your language, I need to, you know, get it, you know, mm. correct first I mean, time round. Okay, but, you know, you know? but why are you like, hee hee hee? When it's someone when, else, when right? When freaking Andrew um, says uh, Dumela, it's like, oh my God. Because when it, Andrew you don't know, bother to learn. Precisely. So when they actually do learn, it's like, oh, wow. Oh Even though they've and been also here for it's centuries. all right when it's all white, guys. Yeah. You know, I think it's just... also maybe you feel like someone who 
because let's just face it, history mm, tells yeah. us that. <clears throat> Anything that is wasted. Is yeah, so, so maybe you feel like you're being validated. Yes, yes because by, they, yeah, the person who, not person, but the, the people, the race from the people who have made you, you feel inferior in your language. Embracing your language. Yes, if that person is embracing your language. Yeah, embracing my language but stealing my land. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm bye. just saying, <laughs> it guys. Make sense. My dignity, my identity, so my embracing. Yeah. So I think that's probably why people take to be more in awe when a, a non-African or European I just realized I don't like, I feel like when I pick that energy yeah. I was just like I'm not gonna bother learning this language because like, oh, so I was trying to be like, like trying to do it for you guys in a sense like I'm trying to be respectful so to like, you for yourself. Yourself. No, yeah, no, I think that enough. was the thing though mm, at the time then, I was like yeah. no, let me try and be respectful to you guys yeah. and yeah. learn your language mm. but now I'm like no I'm gonna do it for me because clearly you guys are only mm. impressed if you know I tan in the sun. But you I think that's my one. Oh, sorry, but mm. I think that's my one of my regrets is that I like I haven't been able to master any of the South yeah, African languages. To be honest, yeah. eh, because my question is, if we ever had to go anywhere mm. in the world mm. and you and express you get that you've lived in South Africa for over two years, true, great. So what, what you have you, to show, what for you it, have yeah. to show for it? Saubona, Saubona. Literally, the Also, I mean, look, I think for most of us, we can understand the we language, can, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like you can speak a bit. I can hold the conversation. conversation. Yeah. My, my the difficulty the for me is okay. responding. The, the, yeah. Yeah. I can't really, you know, like I, I you mean, can, I talk can to try. Me, but I'll respond in English. And I, I can, can really try. It goes back to what Pai was saying about uh, feeling judged. Like, if you try and then someone makes fun of you, then you won't have that courage to go back. Don't yeah. you guys feel like, uh, you know, in the Congolese community, that thing is very prominent? Like, you know, other Congolese people yeah, looking down on you if you're yeah, yeah. But then with French, why don't you know, know, know how to speak Lingala? Yeah. Why don't you know? Lingala, like, French, you know, French. French. Even Lingala. For me, it's like, because obviously, context-wise, most of the, the average Congolese person that I've encountered mm. came, they didn't, like, they grew up in Congo and they came mm. here for work or mm. school. So they yes. have that mm-hmm. mentality mm. that every single Congolese person they know came here for work or school. So mm. basically, we all grew up in Congo, which right. is not mm. the truth mm. for me. For sure. Like, I grew up in Botswana and, like, I was probably the only Congolese person right, that I right, ever encountered. Right. Mm. So then yeah. when they see like, oh, you're speaking English, why don't you know your home language? Mm. You think you're all that. Why are you... And it's like, I don't know my home language because nobody spoke to me. Like, you know, I've literally been called a boring. fake Congolese. Yeah. yeah. On several yeah. occasions. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a fake Congolese. Yeah. But I think like, the funny thing about mean? that is that a lot of the times they'll say you don't know your home language and reference French, French. Yeah, as exactly. your home language. Exactly. Like, how? how? No, you, you also find... Um, Congolese people from Kinshasa who also so, have an expectation of that you if you, you should know Lingala. Michelle and I actually attended a wedding once. It was a Congolese wedding and the maid of honor who was also Congolese like us um, was speaking to us strictly in Lingala and at some point we expressed that you know our Lingala was limited and then she, there, there were some other Congolese uh, women who were in mm-hmm. the room mm-hmm. and she then said um, she said to us oh what kind of Congolese are oh, you sure. what kind of Congolese are you and she, she sort of looked towards the other women for backup no I think they probably they didn't pay attention to what she, you know because the conversation mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but, but, but first of all why is she looking for backup say with your chest no, because everyone else in the room um, spoke Lingala mm. and we, we didn't. In okay, but you don't know we... why. I'm not like, it's not like... True. 
but, just but, but there's that notion that yeah. if you're Congolese, you automatically you have to speak. To, to speak do you know Uganda. how there's also that same notion that if you're South, Af- if you're South African, automatically you must speak Zulu. Yeah, true. Mm. And that's so it's the same true. thing. It's that same level of ignorance, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it was the exact same level of ignorance mm. where... Wait, back, we... back to one thing I'm, I'm very confused about. How do you guys forget a language? Because you said you learned Pedi yes. when you were in Limpopo. Yes. Fluently. And then when you came to Joburg, it yeah, just we... disappeared. Not it was just actually disappeared. We were told not to not speak. speak. By who? Our dad. Our dad. Yeah. Yeah. Why? He had a proper sit-down with us. He was like, uh, we now in an English-speaking... Domain. Yeah, domain. Mm-hmm. So you guys make an effort to speak, speak more English. No, but why can't she speak multiple languages? I'm confused. Why couldn't he? But I think it, it was probably also coming from a place of him not not wanting us maybe to struggle because I mean yeah. the school that we went to was, was predominantly English, English medium school. But it was also deeper than that. Um, Pat, you were uh, mentioning something said, earlier. Um, yeah. Obviously, when we had moved to Joburg from Limpopo to Joburg. And we spoke Pedi because that's the language we dominantly mm-hmm. spoke. We spoke mm-hmm. Pedi. And obviously there were rumors the doctor's kids. Mm-hmm. How can doctor's kids be speaking that language? What do you mean that language? And obviously, <laughs> it's a South African the language. language. Are you, I'm confused. Are again, that, South again, that ignorance. We are in South Africa and Africa. you're judging yes. the, the doctor's the kids for speaking English. They speak that language. Mm, yeah. So then unfortunately, based on that, because the society where your doctor's child or however people yeah. yeah. perceive it, so we're then so, not so to doctors speak. So basically, doctor's kids we, must we only speak it English. Was exactly. English. Yes. Yes. It was known as a barbaric But speaking so, any so other parents, language. Our parents were told that your children will be ridiculed for, for speaking, speaking a South African, a South African language, language in South Africa. Native language. Wait, your children will be ridiculed for speaking a South African language yes. in South Africa. But then it, it's not that was the ignorance. about mm-hmm. the African language. It wasn't there an incident with mom mm. where uh, she didn't want us to speak Swahili back to us? Yes. She spoke yes. Swahili yes. to that, yes. but she didn't want us to Why didn't she want you to respond in she Swahili? Wa- she, like, I even she wanted Fran- us to speak to us in French. I if, no, even French, surprisingly, even French, like we weren't allowed to so this is my and the thing was speak English mm. in an English period. Yeah, this this is my English thing though, right? We say this stuff, and then the same people will be in their feelings when we can't locate our village on a map. Th- that's ah. that's, that's just, just the bottom line, you know. Or when the true. family come over and we only you know confine to English, then they start like, getting they'll say something. We'll we look can't. at them like, what did she say? And mm. then like now I'm confused. What like, where are we supposed? But do you to think they're getting embarrassed or do you think they're proud? Like oh, dude, I think it's I think they're getting parties. embarrassed because to them because the, the visitors would be like, you don't know how to raise your kids. Why yeah. No, they no, for them it's it's a pride thing. It starts off as a pride thing. Mm. And then the older they get, the, the sorry, the older the, the kids, kids get, kids. the more immersed they become into that culture. It's like, oh no, no, oh, no, wait, wait, no, wait, no, you forget. Oh yeah. yeah, I think I, think I kind of picked up on that when Tish got married, and we had no idea what to do. <laughs> we didn't know like the cultural, cultural. Exactly. What, what? Mm. like what happens when mm. we like when someone gets like what is the process of like the lobola, it's, mm. which is like the traditional wedding. Like how does it work out? And then it's like no one knew what the first step was. And mm. thankfully, your mom was there to like guide you guys through it. But did even then... Know no, she did like she did know herself. No, she did She did know. Although, our aunt, mm. the one who's late, she 
she was there and she did guide me through a lot of yeah. Yeah. on and the actual day yeah she was t- like it was obviously last minute mm-hmm. but she would say okay when this happens you need do to do this mm-hmm. or don't do that or you need to kneel when you're addressing your your uncle mm-hmm. or yeah there was this a lot of like so the thing is I, I understand the, the need to assimilate yes. from like a parent like because you're just like i don't want my child to feel like an outsider when they're growing up so mm. i understand the need to assimilate but then mm. what happened like where does the point between yeah. assimilating and ensuring that my, my my kids understand their background dude that's a very interesting question and the funny thing is we all come from like the like all from the kasai province mm. yeah like and, I, and knowing the because where we come from, it's like we're proudly yeah. Chiluba. Yeah. You know, that even tell you no. When they ask you, my southern, your name is Wauka. You know, they want you to like proud, proud, of, proud of that. Of, of, and I'm like, things, I'm not ashamed of it, but I don't know what I'm proud of. Like, I've known more about Congo from reading books yes. <laughs> as opposed they, they to from your yeah, parents. parents. So, just to dive back to my point, so you have this, this con- conversation. That you need to be proud of, you know, being proudly Kasai. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, but we don't want you to speak that, that language. language. It's just very... Because it's funny how language has so much power to the sense that, like, mm, if you don't know your language, you don't true. really know... Exactly. But it's actually a scary thought, because we're now raising kids, mm. and we with are very haunted down. With your broken friends, with your broken Swahili, with your zero Chinuba. That also comes in because we're not really dating Congolese people, so we're dating people outside of you know, yeah, which makes so, it even more. But, but thing is, why, what is what is influencing? Are we being influenced to date outside because we don't feel like we're compatible with no, Congolese no, people? No, I don't think so. It just happens. It's just, just it's you know, just, it's it's in life, eh? rocks your boat. Yeah, catching so, feelings. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, naturally, you will speak to that person in English because that's like the common, you know. Yeah. So now, when kids are involved in that equation, then what are you teaching your kids now? We're speaking to them in English because you know if you're not I'm foreign and you're foreign mm-hmm. then yeah. you know English is the main language so it makes sense to speak in English so when kids come along then you know but we, I, I don't know like in some cases um, where the woman mm. will actually make an effort to learn the to language. speak like I know mm. for, for, for mom she made an effort to speak Linganda. Mm. Like what was, what was, what was mom's language? Chiluba? No, no. She, 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 she was and then dad's language was Lingala. So he mostly spoke Lingala. So when they got married, and obviously when my father's relatives would come, my mom being this girl, she learned the language. So she learned the language. And again, going back to our aunt is also late. When she married, because she, she was from Kinshasa, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when she married her husband, she learned Swahili. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know, but maybe it's also just us. I mean, at some point, maybe. No, but thing is, how am me as a Congolese girl growing up in my home, Botswana, where was I going to learn Lingala if my dad didn't even speak to me? He only spoke to me is English and French. No, but my Twana, the reason why I don't speak is because of like a deep rooted insecurity that I need to address. But outside of the Twana, I'm Congolese. So where was I supposed to learn Lingala and Swahili? Yeah, yeah. That's the exact same narrative that our kids are going to say one day of us, you know. But now you can, though. Like nothing mm. stopping you now. I could like, like, like in our case with the Swahili example, mm-hmm. um, our Swahili was barely there before our brand came. Yeah. Right? Exactly. So no, never, never mind. Even from when we met Pamela there. That's right. And they only spoke Swahili. Mm-hmm. To yes, yes, correct. Who's, who's Pamela? 
um, friends of ours some friends of ours. Oh, okay. So the only folks who are really and were forced, mm. and that really helped a lot. But thing is, you at least have a, like a small, small. Like I have zero, zero. in terms of Chiluba, like nothing. I think nothing. what you should do, mm. uh, Tisha's friend actually told a, a very uh, interesting story. So she's mm. South African, mm. and um, for the for the majority of her life, I think when. Uh, well, let me just restart that. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Tisha's friend actually told an interesting story. So when she um, was in Johannesburg for majority of her life, right? Mm-hmm. And she went to white schools and she only spoke English. Mm-hmm. And her mom started noticing that actually this child is getting lost. Mm-hmm. And when she noticed that, she was like, I'm going to send you back to the village. Right. And you're going to go there and learn your language. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did. So I think we can actually I'm, I'm uh, go back to do that village. for our kids. Yeah. And you yeah. can also go to the village. I mean, you can go with them. Literally. Where? Yeah. The village. Right. Oh, because it's kind of sad that if we wanted to learn Chuluba, like we can't even Google Translate, bruh. That's the first Where do we go to learn? And if you're gonna like to go to Chuluba, no, no, you you'll be surprised. Day, eh? um, I actually saw a Lingala dictionary oh. at Exclusive Books. What? Exclusive books. Yes, at Exclusive Books. Look at us moving up in the world. Lingala English dictionary. I was so shocked. So it could be that we are. Yeah, I mean, we're probably moving in that direction. Yeah. Who's going to buy it though? A Lingala. Well, there's only one. <laughs> <laughs> How much is it? How much is it? Really it was about 200. Guys, there's a market for it. I'm going to buy it. Just yeah, when I saw it, I was like, I'm going to buy it. So, why are you going to Mbujimai? Guys, it's our home, guys. It's our home. I know it's our home, but yo, guys. Do you understand? The going to the village village is like a culture shock. I don't know. I think it's something I have to maybe like an insecurity is just like because no because when I went to Congo it it's it's very surreal to feel like an outsider mm-hmm. in your home. Sure. Oh, it's a very like yeah. is that how you felt? Yeah. yeah. So it's a very yeah. like. But this is why we are coco nomads. No, but we don't fit in anyway. It's a very like even even here when you I mean for me personally when I find myself in in social mm. settings, settings that's predominantly Congolese, mm-hmm. yeah, you do feel out of place. You feel out of place. You feel out of place, definitely. And I then mean, equally with the South African social... But I feel... Me too. Same here, funny enough. But there is still that element of tokenness. There is still that element of I'm not fully... And, and I, I think know, it, yeah, if, I don't know if you guys have the same experience, but for me, mm-hmm. like I've always sort of felt like you know if I'm you know uh, sort of entertaining a Congolese group, mm-hmm. I'm always the person you know standing on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. If I'm yes. with a South African group, I feel the same way. If I'm with my white friends, I feel the same <laughs> yeah. way. So like, I don't. Funny, not, funny enough, I feel like I it's I don't. Feel the same way looking in if I'm with my white friends or if I'm with like South African. But this is why we are Coco. No, yeah, I don't. I'm a Coco nomad, but I feel mm-hmm. like if it goes into like a deeper thing. Mm. So if it was just like a bunch of South Africans all hanging out, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd feel out of place. Because I feel I mean, like, not to say, like up, it's not an out of place that makes you feel awkward or you know, it's just. You embrace it, but no, like, I know what you mean. Like that, mm, like in in your gut, I don't have that yeah, feeling when I'm hanging out with someone. That's what I'm talking about. You just put yourself out of the I don't even. I don't feel like that. Funny enough, 
Mm. Even with the white, because I only feel like I'm out of place looking in with I'm in a, if I'm in a Congolese. Mm. I feel like you're just anti Congolese people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just speaking on my experience. Mm. I also feel like mm. you guys, even though you are Coco Nomad, you do, in a sense, kind of grew up with Congolese people. In a way, though. Like yeah, the more, ones. Mostly probably more so than you. Yeah. Exactly. So for me, in a way, as much they still kind of so you guys are like are used to them i'm just like a little like so do you guys feel like um to some extent our parents did us a disservice yes respectfully in the defense and probably in the ignorance and probably mm. thoughts they yeah. were yeah. Yeah. Which, which is why so, you know, the question of yes. the assimilation versus losing allowing your child to lose their identity just so they but can but isn't yeah. we now at that space where we don't we're struggling to to form mm. whatever they need. No, but that's why I'm like don't want in them that thinking was like, like let's, let's just help them assimilate. And we are woke, guys. Where they come from, the King Leopold's yeah, for sure. second generation, eh? right? And they were so like, the more you assimilated to to Western beliefs or Western ways of being. That's the, the, the better, you know, the better mm. chances of success. Like they accept you. So what are we? What are we going? I mean, I think I'll just hire a translator. So do you think that our parents would do things differently if they so. had given the I think they still want us to assimilate, I but I do think so. they'll make a, no. a, a, a more of an effort to at least help no. us understand mm. our culture. But I still mm. think they'll be like, don't speak, only speak French and Ingala and Bedi in the house, but when you're outside mm. speaking right. English, understand all the basics mm. and stuff. Mm. So, yeah, so, no, like I was going to say, um, probably guys remember this, at some point in our upbringing, mm. I don't know if it was that song. Abu Labut. Yeah. Abu Labut. Abu Labut. That song was so big. <laughs> and that's yeah, what we said in the house. Abu Labut. And Flora was like, like, no. Young and stop. These kids are properly. I don't know what was it about that song. <laughs> she was like, you guys are gone. That was like, you, you guys are gone. Are gone. <laughs> You're not even singing coffee. Oh, and and, and that's what. She followed me there. Like, no, she was so slick about She was like, okay, she'll listen. She'll bring a coffee on the tape and she'll play it later. Mm. And we fell in love with the music. Like, and we did. Yeah, yeah, really fell in love. And we were okay, the dance moves are nice. Oh, the song is nice. They should, if you just chill about that, I'm so we'll be so immersed into our own music. See, I was, I didn't have that subtle. Like, my dad would play his jams, and I was just like, that's not for me. Okay, so it's Also, he'd play like Psycho and things like that. Like, he'd play the coffees of the world, and I'm just like, but he wouldn't play for like me to hear, so he'll just yeah, play yeah, for him just to be plays. in his, you know, mm. his jiving. I'm mm. just like, this is not, this is not banging for me. Yeah, I think for you, like, you just can't relate. And yeah, it's like, oh, no, there's that's zero a relational thing. Yeah, for sure. It's almost like you trying to be like Chinese or something. Like it's just, <laughs> yeah, you just true. don't understand. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't get it because it's just not. Mm. Yeah. You're like not exposed. I wasn't exposed enough to like. But would you want to now that you're older? Would you want to um sort of? Learn more about your culture. Or are you good, like with? I, w- I, w- I wouldn't mind learning about my, about my culture just to know mm. who I am because it is very important. And at least to know, know like, mm. just and to just know where just, you're from, yeah. like, what is your tribe, what is your tribe. At least like the basics. Yeah. But, but it's so, funny you mentioned that uh, on that topic that you were talking about. I met um, an older man. Mm. Uh, I think it was yesterday or today. I can't remember, but he. He's a South African, mm. he's a South African-born mm-hmm. person, and we were chatting, and he asked me what my surname was, and mm. I said, you know, Muevo, mm-hmm. and he, and he said, oh, uh, are you 
Shona and I said no 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 I'm not sure Shona that is the same with like Shona and Zimbabwe and like yeah. I've definitely heard that. Oh, so I said, no, I'm not. I'm not Shona. I'm actually from from DRC. Mm. And he said, oh, it's it's funny because my family says he has a whole bunch of family members who are currently in DRC. Mm. Um, because when they trace their lineage, mm-hmm. it took them back, back to, to DRC. DRC. Yes. And he mentioned that they're part of the the Bembe tribe. Oh. So he said he said through they, they trace through their praise songs. Mm. Yeah. It was they were able to trace their their lineage all the way. Yeah. Wow. So, I would love to do that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how true that is that the Zulu people mm. actually are from Central Africa. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's what they are. I've heard that, that, that we all yeah. originate from, from, from Central. Mm. Not Zulu yes. people, but I've heard yeah. like literally but the whole of Southern Africa originates from Central. specifically, and the Kingdom of Congo, the K. That's. Majority yeah, of them. Yeah. That's why they call. That's why you can hear like some similarity from... between Swahili and Zulu. Mm. Because we are all communities. You know what I'm yeah. saying. And it was also it was so refreshing to see mm. that 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 gentleman was so open to embracing mm. this this you know this unknown, idea that yeah like, that there's some you know, he just, just wants to know what his heritage mm. is. That is so I would love to do that. I should do that. I would love to do that. But are, are you guys ready to? I mean, what if they trace you to who? <laughs> King Leopold is your great, great, great. Look, what can you do? What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? It's just like, you know. I'm actually, I would be open to taking a. What is it called? The genealogy. Origin, yeah. genealogy. I think what's ancestry.com or ancestry.com. Mm. Mm. Please can. Because let's do it. 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 For free no, but there's also the one that's all over the social. It's ancestry. ancestry. No, but that one doesn't so do doesn't find. It just tells you where, like, if you're like five percent, it breaks down the But you have to give like your DNA or something. Yeah. For example, okay. But that one just breaks down. But that's what I think. I think I'm 100 percent Congolese. I don't need that breakdown. That's what you're saying. And then you find out no, you're like two percent Hawaiian. Yeah. Like 15 percent white. You just never know. I mean, why you gotta say white though? Yeah. Be open minded. Anything's possible. Guys, let's do it and then share the results. I would that would be cool. cool. Yeah. Okay, months. so we're gonna in the coming months we're gonna do it and then we're gonna see. Yeah. Yeah. What we are. Have you guys ever watched the Boondogs? Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. Uncle yeah. Ruckus, right? Yes. So there was one episode where he did the ancestry thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he thinks he's white. Right? So yes. was, no, we're not gonna. Have, it was like what? It was like ninety nine point seven three percent white. Black. <laughs> <laughs> So then he tried to unalive himself uh, or like a, though a film in a reality TV show, yeah. like the Uncle Record show, yeah. where he tried to unalive himself on camera yeah. <laughs> and then they stopped him and they were like, no, 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 don't worry, the doctor got it wrong, he was like, yes. was it a black doctor? They were like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like, yeah. he was like, yeah, the only black doctors are witch doctors. I'm like, oh, 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 would you guys do anything differently or are you currently doing anything differently to preserve or promote Pat, I see you shaking your head promote um, your children's or our children's heritage mm. and and just culture so ultimately like you know how the saying goes you can't give to another anything that you don't yourself have True. I think the intention is there but 
you just gravitate to what you know. Because mm. I'm, I'm know, trying to imagine you teaching a diluted version of the culture that you Precisely. Know. But like in my case as well with um, my daughter, her dad is from Zim. And, you know, somehow, like, even though it's something that I haven't personally been able to give Nehanda in terms of, you know, getting her affiliated with either French or Swahili or, you know, just um, a traditional language, but I've also sort of, you know, tried to get her dad to, you know, teach her Shona and, you know, incorporate that into her language. And that's also something that he's not able to do for whatever reason, mm. but it's kind of funny because he's like a proper, you know, he didn't grow up. In South Africa, like he's, you know, he grew up in Zim, mm -hmm. um, so you know he's not like diluted in that sense. Do so you think it's 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 expected it's easier? Let me rephrase for women to teach their daughters about culture, I like in in the sense that even though I was a cocoa nomad, mm -hmm. I think had it been my mom who had not passed away and my dad, maybe I wouldn't have been as diluted. Because you're speaking mm -hmm. on how. Nehanda's father is not necessarily mm. teaching her. And he's yeah, more, and he's you know. Not. Do you think like that's kind of like. Perfect position but had Nehanda been a boy, do you think that would have been different? Who would have been open to teaching? Mm. Ah, that's a very good question. Probably right? Probably because with, with, my, with my situation, my partner is half Malawian and half Mozambican. Mm. And I do encourage him to teach our son Chichewa. Mm. Because that's, what, that's the language that he speaks. Mm -hmm. But then I think we, it's just. Mm -hmm. He's still not making that, that oh, effort. Yeah, really. yeah. Yeah. And it's not because he doesn't want to. I think it's just because you fall into a pattern. Precisely. And then you speak English and it's easier. Yeah, and everything beyond, beyond that seems that like effort. Effort, mm. exactly. Mm. So I don't think it's maybe I don't know if it's because she's a girl child, but I, I really don't think mm, that it's coming it from just down to, just boils down to what's more, mm, what's easier, picking your battles. Yeah. But I, yeah. I do want my son to grow up with culture. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would love that for my. I would definitely mm. adopt that whole notion of sending him back to Bujimai. For sure. With him, I'll for go sure. with him. So you can both learn. Cause yeah. <laughs> you can both learn. Cause if I you send him, he's probably gonna come back knowing more than you. <laughs> so <laughs> do you guys have any regrets? Like, if you could do anything different, would you want to be, you know, more... I'd want to be more fluent in mm, at least yeah. two or three mm. South African languages. Mm -hmm. And out my own. Yeah, so, yeah, so, did our parents do us a disservice? Yes. yes but I understand what the thinking was behind it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, same. Which same. is not really applicable in this day and age, but back then, maybe. Mm -hmm. For me, in mm. theory, what I would like for my kids is to... Um, learn their culture because they, they are biracial, mm -hmm. right? So, of course, it won't be as clear cut as, you know, say, um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, you no. know, <laughs> but anyway, so I, I would like to start sending them to DRC eventually, mm -hmm. to start sending them to DRC at least mm -hmm. once a year mm -hmm. um, for a month. But to the village, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so that they can they can really learn, learn the, the, the oh, culture. But I'll go with them. Yeah. So that we really I need to go learn. to the village to learn our culture. You we can't do. go to a city. No, like a no, city. no I precisely, precisely. So you need to go to the village mm -hmm. where they they so know the customs. Mm -hmm. to so would you guys want to go? To the, to the village. I don't. I want to go, but I don't know what I'm going there for. I'm going to be honest. Like I wouldn't. I know that if I go to the village, I don't know if I'm gonna like learn anything. Mm -hmm. No, in the sense that my skills with language aren't the best. I don't pick up language that oh, okay. easily. So I know even if I go to the village, I'm not gonna come back yeah. speaking mm -hmm. Lingala or Chulip or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think it'll just be. Uh, I think everyone should at least know the village that mm -hmm. they come from just to know. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah, know. I was gonna say. Yeah. What about just learning? 
um, about what your culture entails, yeah, that, cultural that, that, practices. Yeah, that I'm fine with just to know, yeah. but I don't mm. think I'll like come back speaking fluent Chuluba. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, guys. So, so what's the conclusion? The conclusion is we are Congolese girls speaking English mm. on a podcast in mm. South Africa <laughs> with our broken French. And our broken Swahili and our shattered Chuluba. Do you want to sign us out in No, in I would Swahili? say our shattered ling- Lingala and our non-existent Chuluba, yeah. actually. I feel like I can understand 0.05% of Lingala and like... I think I can yeah. understand less than that. And Chuluba... People could do Chuluba. No, Chuluba's done. Chuluba's I, can, I can probably understand 70% of... Lingala. Lingala. Yeah. Yeah. 70 or 80. Lingala is so do you guys think that if you you know if we started watching a lot of those programs you know like the, the, the yeah, yeah, you, you would learn. Learn. actually yeah, actually yeah, learn. That, that's how we picked it up mm. we, that's how we picked and up the subtitles no, no. Ah, guys <laughs> but the lingala is quite a simple because funny, eh? funny enough i i picked up zulu and Betty from watching Generations and Rhythm City with subtitles. Okay. Mm. okay. So I need subtitles. I need to. But do you not think that Chotwana could have had, you know, made maybe made it easier for you to grasp certain, you know? I don't know. Maybe. Mm. But I mean, who knows, guys? Mm. Who knows? So we're gonna wrap it up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I don't know if you guys have noticed. There's a lot of like shrieking and screaming in the background. Mm. That's the vibe of single women. And no, they haven't noticed. So now. <laughs> <laughs> It's not all single women, by the way. Two. Um, if I am. Yeah. I, 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 I meant to say. I meant one to say mothers. I don't know why. I don't know why I said single women. I meant to say mothers. I'm sorry. You see, I'm. It's tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I am the it. We're not single mothers, but anyway. I'm not a single mother. I am the it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am the it. It is tired. But so that takes us to. To our favorite, favorite part of the... Po- okay, actually, I hate this part because you guys are all in, up in my business. Like, those questions come to you. They choose you. You don't right. choose them. <laughs> so, it is... Show me the receipts. Do you want me to bring the receipts? Do I need to bring the receipts? Oh, no. Because oh, no. I got receipts. Oh, Basically, Michelle over here has formulated a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. Just for you guys, our Coco Nomadics, what? Mm-hmm. Coco Medics? Coco Medics and anyone else listening, don't forget to like and subscribe. Yes, please. And rate on Spotify. Yes, please. To basically understand and get to know us just a little bit better. So, let me start with the first question. I already hate it. It's great, but. Oh, well. Okay. What makes a person beautiful to you? Uh, vulnerability. I like it when people are like honest and vulnerable, but also mm-hmm. authentic. Like, don't like mm-hmm. be telling me all your business. But mm-hmm. I do like it when you just like mm-hmm. just real, just real. Mm-hmm. It's authentic. just oh, yeah, it's just nice when you know. And this is Joburg, so it's not something you yeah. see all that everyone's oh, trying to. Yeah. And I think also living in a time where you know like the Instagram are, lifestyle, mm-hmm. and then I work in media, so I just see a lot of people trying to like be almost like caricatures of mm-hmm. what they think. Mm-hmm. They, so it's just nice where it's just like this is me i'm bougie yep. i'm ghetto i'm yep. good i'm yeah. gassy i'm cheese boy i'm cheese girl mm. and i and i am me and it's just there's something just beautiful, beautiful. Mm. about that so that's what i like that's beauty Word. there's beauty that's in truth, and truth. okay i'll go next and my question reads do you take on other people's baggage upon yourself? Mm. Okay, Ooh. dancing psychologist. <laughs> Break that down. I feel like in my people-pleasing days, definitely. Mm. 
Those days are far behind us. A hectic people pleaser. Mm. Like, mm. I think I still have a little bit. Yeah, like, I'm still working on the well. department. Yep. Working so progress. I would definitely find myself like just taking on people's problems and. And then you're in this space and you're just like, what? Mm. Like, like, why did yeah. I even, like, the, and that person even ask you, that's right. the problem. Like, you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> this is not my business. This is not my business. And I'm here, but like, that's my mess. feelings and things. Borrowing money for people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, what? like why? Mm. But, yeah, so I, I feel like I used to, back in my people-pleasing days, but I'm def- it's something that I've been working on. And I don't do it as much. As, as much. I mean. Okay, let me just interject there. And mm. I know this isn't really, you know, time for extensive um, conversations, <laughs> yeah. but I just want to ask, do you think that there's a bit of a, you know, can you draw a boundary between being a people pleaser and, and just being, and just being an empathetic person? Yeah. Mm. Don't you think that maybe it came more from just that... Being em- empathetic. Yeah. Because I yeah, mean, I read that energy a lot, a lot from you. Yeah. That's why, you know, I thought maybe that's another angle, you know. But that's where you have to put a cap on this, right? Yeah. Because... Vultures out here a lot. Oh, vultures. So when do you know when to put a cap? Yeah. Not to get into when another you... podcast episode. But when do you know when <laughs> you to know? put a cap? I think you know when you um, start to feel that, like you're taking too much from yourself. Mm. Like when you start to feel disempowered within right. yourself, that's when you know like, okay, this is not it. Oh. Stop. Okay. So I'm at that point where I'm just mm. like, okay. Right. Okay. On to the next you one. What the next question. No question. They ask now. <laughs> if you could make one rule that we all had to abide by, Mm. Pat is what a dictator. This is <laughs> a scary question. Guys, These my wonder will be let's be kind, guys. Let's right. just oh. the simple oh. thing. Okay, Miss Universe. One <laughs> simple because but you so never know when mm. it's a last encounter. Mm. So you need to just be kind. Ish, that's so that, true. For me, that's mm. like my only rule. Mm. Mm. Let's love. be kind. Yes, just treat other people how you want to be treated. Alrighty, now it's Anna's question. Let's see what I've got. Mm. How much money would you like to make in the next five years? Sure. Um, Lotto. <laughs> the thing is, you know, I just want to have enough. You know, no, I just want to be. The universe is like, darling, name your price. No, the uni- yeah, yeah, I just, just want to have, have enough. enough. The you know what it's also because you know obviously we need money to survive it's mm, nice yeah. to have money but like you know when i think about ideally you know the things that would give me meaning in my life it's mm-hmm. not really money it's happiness it's okay peace. but how much is happiness answer the question Anna. i mean in the next five years bruh like i mean i just want to have my house paid off. I want to be, you know, the universe asking you for any numbers. Fine, I want to buy any seven million. I want to be seven million in the bank. Fine, my price is on my vision board, right? What is your price? 18 million dollars. Yes, dollars, dollars, dollars. And I saw this from not even pounds, though. I mean. Okay, seven billion pounds. 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 Universe, Universe, you hear me? Yeah, you heard that. Pounds. Ten pounds. Eighty million dollars from pounds. Not okay. Pounds. One pound. Yeah. Has everyone? Has everyone? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my question reads: Have you ever tried to humiliate someone? What was the reason? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. That wasn't my question. <laughs> To oh, humiliate. Dude. Oh my gosh. Oh, maybe so maybe so to hold someone up to like. Mm. No, but humiliate is like. 
I try to make yeah, you look bad. Mm-hmm. I try to make you look bad. That's so far removed from your character. character. Like, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm so I glad that wasn't my question. What would you have I'm said? I'm a changed person. Uh, it was before I knew Jesus. It was before I knew Jesus. Tell us. I'm born. I'm born again. It's before I knew Jesus. Can we read our race? No, okay, fine. Tell us. Have you ever tried to read? I feel like I need to think about it, but I feel like the answer is yes. But I need to go home and think about it. I feel like I have. But I'll go address it with Jesus. I don't think I have, to be honest. I may have I made one scenario, but it's not like yeah. the person would have de- deserved it if we did humiliate <laughs> them. It was Which that one? dancer. Remember that dancer guy? Wait, are you, don't put your business oh, out there. Yes. No, 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 I can. <laughs> oh, was it the wheel blush on Facebook? That one, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that was well you warranted, though. So you're trying to find money, is that it? No, I paid this dancer, professional guy, well, seemingly. 1.2, he was supposed to come to my house for private lessons. Mm-hmm. He came for the first lesson. Mm. Granted, that was fine. Mm. Second lesson, dollar love vibes. He's telling me I'm out of the I'm out of town, yeah. I'm coming back. Mm-hmm. Can we reschedule? Dude. He's never come back. Until today. Until today. today. <laughs> so, so you're like, I was so gonna I, drag you on Facebook. Michelle told me about it and I was so upset. Tish was like, she was like, I'm as per, you know. As per Tish. She was like, I'm gonna call this guy. Yeah, I'll call, call him. Go, Even yeah. for Michael Graff as well. Yeah. Like, tell me where he works, I'm gonna go. And, <laughs> and I'm my brother as well. Like, and and he would have. He would have. So the part that Michelle saying that that we would have humiliated him was because we we opted to Go to blast him on Facebook yeah. to say this you know this individual um, has done A B C D E F G so he's untrustworthy anyone mm. who's looking to do any business don't with do him it. don't do it mm. so that that would have been the humiliation such a but it would have been merited right? I mean is it fair who's to say it's fair who He's never paid me. I mean, he's never paid me back because I said, okay, if you're not willing to come, just pay me back. Oh. No, because you know he, he was confirming, yes, I'll get I'll my come. PA, I'll get my PA, sir, sir, and PA. you cannot repay a thousand rand, but you can a pay PA. a PA salary. Like, okay. Please try another one, sir. Dancer. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Well, this is like I want to mention names. <laughs> no, we're not going to no, do that. You see, this this will be the humiliation <laughs> now. <that's... laughs> so clearly I'm not over it. Clearly not. Don't have Spotify pull our episodes. It's a sore point. I can only leave it. I'm actually, I've dropped it. Because uh, even when Tish said, leave it for us, I said, no, do you know what? It's fine. Yeah, let's just leave it. Let's leave it up to the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Lisa, do you want to pull another question? Do you want to pull another no, question? No, I don't want to pull another question. Because this was... We did get a story out of that question. Right. It's fine. Fair enough. Okay. Ah, oh, this was amazing. This guys. was a good episode, Thank despite you. the random shrieking in the background. But like I said, four out of, of the territory. five women here are yeah. mothers. Like, there's always gonna be someone shrieking in the background. Despite the shrieking, despite the fact that we're currently low chilling. Yep. <laughs> so, so there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, but we still <laughs> managed to give you guys an episode. Mm. So the least you could do is rate. Like and subscribe. You know, nice. Follow us. Show us some love, guys. Show us some love. We're not on on social media yet, cause we're easing easing into this. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. We love you. you. We'll see you at the next one. Bye. Bye. Ciao.